This podcast is sponsored by Podium, a customer messaging platform that enables companies to conveniently connect with their customers at critical touch points to help them strengthen their business. Visit Podium.com for more information. From the Credit Union National Association, this is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people. Credit Union ideas. Jeff Must divulges the secret to member and loan acquisition in three words. Make it easy. You have to make those experiences incredibly simple and be readily available to help people through those processes, says Moss, Area Vice President, Financial Institutions, for Podium. It all boils down to convenience, he says, no matter what part of the transaction the member is in. I'm Bill Merrick, Deputy Editor for CUNA News. In this episode of the CUNA News Podcast, sponsored by Podium, Moss examines how to spur growth through member and loan acquisition, challenges in doing so, how to optimize the member journey, lessons from other industries, and more. Can you tell me a bit about your role at Podium, kind of the the issues and challenges that you help credit unions address? So what I do here at Podium is I help lead our, our banking sector here. So that includes, you know, primarily credit unions. And the problems that we solve, and frankly, just according to what we're seeing in the space in general, has mostly to do with acquisition. Now, there are other ancillary problems that we solve down the road, things like, you know, improving service, voice of the member type initiatives, because we are a platform that does a lot of different stuff. But I would say the primary thing we're solving today is acquisition. And the way we're looking at that is members, they have different expectations than they've ever had. And I know we've heard that everywhere. I think everyone's preaching that. But I do think that us in this credit union space, sometimes we become a little too myopically focused on what is the credit union space doing to change for acquisition versus what is the world doing to change for acquisition, right? And how do we actually take examples from other industries and apply them to ours to match those expectations? And last thing I would say with that is, you know, something I I ask a lot of my, my credit union partners is, where do you think the expectations of how a member wants to transact comes from? Do you think it comes from other credit unions? Because it's it's not, right? It's coming from businesses like Apple, Google, Amazon, that type of experience. How have consumers' expectations changed over the years? It really comes down to convenience. It's more important today that a consumer or member in this case can complete whatever transaction or the steps to that transaction on the go. Whether that is in the discovery mode of deciding where they're going to transact, or whether that's in the middle of a loan process, auto loan, mortgage, refi, personal loan, commercial, whatever it is, gone are the days where 5 p.m. hits and everyone goes out and completes their errands. It's all about how do I work and transact with the businesses I want to transact simultaneously so that when 5 p.m. does hit or whenever the end of that workday is, I don't have any errands to run, if that makes sense. How has Credit Union's approach to member and and loan acquisitions changed over the past year or so? And what's driving this? 
Again, like I think it's a similar talk track there in the sense that it's about convenience, right? Now, some of the things that have changed in the past year, I would point to two major things that all of us know. One is COVID, right? And how that's changed business in general for the short term and I think for the long term. But also, I would say uh, simultaneously, if we talk about consumer loans or just mortgages in general, rates are better than they've ever been, right? So it's sort of that heyday for the lender. So how has that changed? Well, let's dissect COVID first. I think it's poured gasoline on everything I said prior in the sense that people want to transact throughout the day in the most convenient way possible versus setting aside a specific time to go and sit down at a branch or pick up the phone and call someone. Or it has to be, for lack of better terms, just on the go in general, right? And I think COVID has eliminated some of the classic channels of setting up an appointment and going and sitting down or or things of that nature, or even just the entire idea of how we can work from home has changed the way we look at transacting because now we're juggling real life with work life. And we just think, well, then my consumer life should also be able to fit and meld with that as well, right? So those are some of the things that have changed the way that we do that. And a lot of businesses that we transact with all the time, DoorDash, Netflix, or whatever have already solved for this, which is why they're growing so quickly. But then to dissect the second piece of just rates, you know, I think that there's always going to be an element of like, who can give me the best deal. But when everyone's giving the best deal, it's who is everyone telling me I should work with? And the way when we're discovering who we should work with, the way we find that information is different, right? So the referral-based type channel was very much word of mouth for years, but now that's quantified today, right? I can jump online and I can read, what do all of your members say about you? Because you obviously have a great offering, but do your members like you? And if I transact with you, is it going to be easy? Is it going to take forever? Is it going to be awful? You know, today, just from what studies show, you know, over 80% of consumers are basing a purchase decision based off of what do other people say about that business just by reading things online. How can credit unions navigate this new environment where the reviews are so important? It's more simple than it sounds. So the first thing I would say with that is it's a numbers game. The ominous acronym that I think everyone talks about is SEO. You've probably heard it. I think everyone's heard it. So so search engine optimization. And the definition and how you go about that, depending on who you talk to, is different. It's one of those things that's like, everyone knows what it is and no one knows what it is, right? Simultaneously. But if you were to boil it down, it's essentially how effective are you at getting people to land into your digital channels? With that being said, it is a numbers game, right? People don't necessarily care if you're at the top of some type of list or or whatever. All you need to do is exist because it's more important to the consumer today that you're the best option than it is that you're the first option. And so answering the question directly now, like how do you navigate that? It's Make it really, really simple for your members to actually post those positive experiences to the sites that people are making those purchase decisions on. So, you know, primarily Google, where over 90% of all search traffic is. So if you're thinking about that, it's twofold. Are you asking for positive experiences to be posted to drive that type of engagement? And then the second is, if you are, how easy are you making that for your member? Because I'll tell you what, if it takes longer than 15 seconds, they're not going to do it unless they're upset. If they're upset, they'll take four hours to tell you how bad that experience was. What tools are available to help credit unions succeed in these areas? Yeah, there's lots of tools. Obviously, being at Podium, 
we're one of those tools. And again, it's, this is a very focused piece of what our platform does and, and it does lots of other things. But yeah, from an acquisition standpoint, I think you got to look at it not just from like a provider, but the actual channel you're going after as well, right? So like, what is the channel that most people want to communicate on or interact with these types of uh, initiatives through? And today's studies show that it's SMS text. So if you want to actually get this type of information out and start making this simple, like we were just talking about, you got to utilize the channels that are on the go, kind of the whole theme of the conversation today. So use what we as people use every single day, the same channel we use to talk to our friends to make sure that our plans are short up for the night or whatever it is, right? Use that channel because that's where people are going to actually react to what you're trying to get done. Obviously, that's something that we can do today and, and, and are doing today with a lot of our credit unions. And so in addition to convenience and rates, what do today's consumers want most from their financial institution? If I was to say, in addition to convenience and rates, I'd say it's a relationship. And that's why credit unions in general are poised to win in the financial space when it comes to a banking option, right? It's that idea of if you can give the good deal and and be convenient, then you're essentially saying, hey, I can give you all the positives of a big bank, but the piece that the big bank can't give you is that I'm a regional credit union. I know what it's like to live where you're living and I know who you are and I'm supporting you as a local community uh, versus working with some bank that works across the entire nation. So I guess to boil it down, like I would say, it's the relationship, right? We want to feel personally connected to whoever we're transacting with as much as possible. And how has the pandemic changed how members access financial services? I think what we're seeing, and I think what probably most financial institutions are seeing is your digital channels are getting blown up, right? There's a lot more traffic on your website. There's a lot, you're probably seeing a lot more online applications getting started without actually speaking with a member or potential member. And this just kind of ties back to the fact that this is how people want to transact with you, right? And again, like going back to the, the whole theme of like convenience here, you have to make those experiences incredibly simple and be readily available to help someone out through that process. Because I do think the pitfall and, and probably what a lot of people that are running these initiatives at these different institutions aren't thinking about is, let's take a mortgage, for example. You set up this online application to run someone through like completing their application for their mortgage. And then you're kind of just expecting a member to figure it out. You're hoping that it's simple enough for someone to just say, yeah, okay, I know how to do this. But we don't. We don't know how to do that, right? And there's so many questions you're asking throughout that whole process. And there's so many clicking submit and over and over and over. Like there's so much that goes into that application that you can't just expect someone to, to just go through that channel without being able to reach out for help or or being able to ask a question here and there. So just some things to think about as you're seeing that spike of traffic through these different digital channels. How are you making that simple? How are you reducing you know that barrier to entry? Do you have any thoughts on how credit unions can optimize the member journey to boost membership and loan growth? Yeah, definitely. So it's all one ball of wax here, right? So again, using the idea of like being super accessible, being very, very convenient to work with. Again, studies show that utilizing channels like text is definitely one of the most primary and best ways to make these processes really simple and improve that entire experience, especially when we're talking about acquisition. When we're referring to acquisition, it's all about barrier to entry. And it's all about making that barrier to entry as small as possible. 
if it's difficult to transact with you, if it's hard to find out why I should work with you, if it's obvious by looking at what your members say online or wherever that I should be working with a competitor, then that's what's going to happen. So you've got to think about all those different pieces. And one way that we talk about this with our, our clients is we say, okay, look, you know, your digital listing, let's just use Google, for example, that's your digital doorstep. That's the initial impression that your members who are looking for what you offer and your potential members that are looking for what you offer, that's going to be their initial impression of your of the experience that they're going to have. Now, if that looks fantastic and they trust it and they decide this is who I want to transact with, they then enter into your website most likely, right? And at that point, we call the website your digital branch. Once they're in your digital branch, you've got to think, how hard is it for this person to now transact with you? And the example we use is, look, a lot of websites kind of feel like mazes to the consumer. There's tons of information. There's tons of things to click on. Would you make your branch a maze, like your physical branch, right? If someone walked into the front doors, would you make it really hard for someone to get to a teller? No, you wouldn't do that. You want them to be front and center the first thing they see when they walk through those doors. You've got to take that same approach with your website or your digital branch. As soon as someone walks into that digital branch, how easy is it to get in contact with someone or start their application and then complete that application so that entire process is as simple and quick and easy as it possibly could be? Where do credit unions struggle most in that regard? What's the hardest part, do you think? I think it is that idea that we talked about earlier of we sort of just expect people to know how to navigate our websites. We just think, okay, I've got this application form set up here, like rock and roll, <laughs> you know, and that's just, that's just not how it works. The other piece is a lot of financial institutions right now are going through a rebrand. I feel like that's kind of the trend. There are a ton going through rebrands. And a big part of that is, you know, revamping the digital strategy, which usually means like updating mobile banking and updating the website with new application processes and things like that. So that, you know, they're spending millions on this. And then they don't do anything about what is their perception online. Now, a lot of credit unions are thinking, hey, like I have an idea of what it looks like. I respond to you know, different comments, different reviews and things like that. But if you're not actually actively trying to make that better, you're just getting blasted by the people who get denied on loans because those are the most motivated people to tell you about their experience. So what I'm saying is we kind of get myopically focused on like, I want the experience once someone decides to work with me to be phenomenal. And we ignore what is causing someone to make that decision. And so you end up spending millions on your website and then you spend millions to drive people to your digital doorstep or that listing. And then they bounce and they never even experience all the money that you just spent on your website because they think, oh, I'm not going to work with someone that's at a 2.5 star rating with 10 reviews talking about how no one ever called me back or something. So you got to weigh both. You can't just think, how do I make the experience amazing? You also have to think, how do I actually get someone to decide to experience something with me? And what can credit unions learn from other industries among providers who do this best? So I was talking to a credit union the other day, and we were talking about a solution of how do we make it simple for someone to collect payment, You know, whether it's like opening a new account or collecting like a down payment for a loan or something like that. And Podium provides a really simple tax-to-pay solution for that. It's one of the many things that we do. And in the conversation, the person I was talking to who runs the operations for this credit union 
said, you know, I was literally at Walmart the other day and I went through the checkout, like the self-checkout aisle. And while I was there, one of their representatives came up to me and said, hey, you're actually pre-qualified for a Walmart credit card. All you have to do is sign here and we'll send you the credit card. You're you're good to go for like a $2,500 limit. And this lady said, I couldn't believe that. They're like, I'm checking out with my groceries and a representative has already told me I'm ready to go for a credit card if I want. It takes us 25 minutes to get someone through a credit card application in person. How do we make that process simple? You know, or how do we make onboarding simple? How do we utilize the channels that people prefer to communicate on to improve these types of processes and streamline all of the middle stuff that doesn't necessarily need to exist anymore? What's involved in implementing your text services? It's fairly simple, despite I think like what the industry thinks. So the first thing that's probably coming to most people's minds is compliance. We're credit unions, we're highly regulated. There's a lot of compliance we have to think about. And if you're in California, you're not just thinking about TCPA, you're also thinking about CCPA. And I think there's a couple of things to think about that really simplify that. So first off, when we're talking about text messaging, there's two different buckets. So there is operational and transactional messaging, and then there's promotional messaging. So for anything that's operational or transactional, you only need what's called implied consent to communicate through that channel. If it's promotional, you need prior written consent. I think that's really important to differentiate because I think a lot of compliance teams think, okay, text, if I even want to send any type of message, I need you know prior written consent like etched in stone in a file cabinet for every single member, right? And that's, that's just not the case. So what we actually propose to start introducing that channel for all kinds of use cases, you know, primarily acquisition to start with for loans and accounts, we say, look, let's introduce SMS as a transactional and operational channel. And through those modules, we'll naturally build a subscriber list for promotions in the future. Maybe we don't even send a promotional text message for a year. Maybe it's a year and a half because we're getting our feet wet in the transactional and operational side because it's less regulated and not as scary, right? But what's great about that is there's so many different use cases that live in the transactional and operational that actually tie back to acquisition. So for example, we've been talking about you know the importance of reviews to drive to acquisition efforts. Well, asking for a review is considered transactional and operational because you're asking for feedback based off of a transaction that that member has had with that member, right? So you don't need them to write anything down. You can say, hey, you transacted with us. We'd love to get your feedback. Same thing with like an internal survey, or maybe if we wanted to use SMS to give out milestone updates for loan processes, hey, you've been pre-approved, you know, or maybe it's for onboarding. Hey, welcome to the credit union. Here's a link to our mobile application to download. You should download it. It makes working with us really great and simple and convenient, you know, whatever it is. But all of those processes, we could then add an additional message in there that says, and hey, by the way, we'd love to send you promotional offers via text. If you'd like, touch this link to subscribe. And as we do that, then we can track that and then we can move into kind of the promotional side of it. So that's the first thing. The other piece is like, who's going to manage all this? Because this spans across so many different departments. And our approach for that is let's start small. Let's start as small as we can and let's introduce on a specific use case. And again, primarily the the world that we start with is acquisition because that's what we're all trying to do here is grow. And then let's just take it bite sizes at a time and grow out from there. Change management is hard, especially when you're adding a new channel of communication, but it doesn't have to be as hard as it sounds, especially if you just start small. 
that's the way we go about it. And what results have your credit union clients seen with this? Kind of tough because there's so many different use cases. But I would say, for an example, for the phase one, like going after you know acquisition, we're seeing an increase in web traffic on average that's touching 70%. So you know, if you were to go ask like your digital agency to say, hey, I want to increase web traffic by 70%, they're going to say, okay, that's great. It's going to cost millions and millions of dollars. But because people are making these decisions based off of public perception and what other people say about your brand, we're able to do that in a much more cost-effective way just by focusing on where is the market going to make decisions. So that's a huge part of it. I would say, you know, primarily a phase two is starting to introduce SMS as a service in general. We're increasing MPS scores by 20 to 30%, depending on what's going on within the actual organization and increasing efficiency as well, just because most representatives can handle more than one SMS conversation simultaneously, whereas you know your classic phone call is one call at a time. So we're reducing wait times, we're making the experience much better. You know, as far as like driving promotions or even uh, you know driving down bad debt through like a payment processor and things like that, the actual responses that we're getting or the, the response rate we're seeing from those types of campaigns as well is about 35 to 40%. So it's pretty wild as far as how well it works and the results that our clients are seeing today. Do you have any other advice about improving member and loan acquisition? Just to reiterate, like just make it easy, make it a no-brainer. Everything is all about convenience. Whether it's making it simple for a customer or a member or a consumer to make a decision, be front and center where that person is making that decision. Make it easy for them to choose you. And then once they have chosen you, make it simple for them to actually transact with you. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio. This podcast is sponsored by Podium, a customer messaging platform that connects companies with their customers. Learn more at podium.com.